Hey, trail runners. Welcome back to the Cane Across Made Simple podcast. I'm Shannon Wasak, certified dog fit trainer, and today we're going over more great listener questions. We're circling back to this common objection that I hear from those new to Cane Across. Will my dog pull me over? I get it. Your dog is a train when pulling, and you're worried they'll drag you along with them. Is that the case with this sport? And if not, how do we prevent it? Let's dive in to find out. Hey, trail runners. Welcome back to the Cane Across Made Simple podcast, where we break down the basics of getting started in Cane Across. If you're a beginner interested in learning more about the sport of Cane Across and having it explained as simple as possible, then you've come to the right place. Hey, I'm Shannon Wasak, and today we're answering more great listener questions. I hope you're as excited as I am. Enjoy. So, will your dog pull you over or drag you down the trail when you're cane crossing? We're going to break this down into four solutions as to how we work at getting this not to happen. Today, we're going to cover the first solution, equipment. If you're buying the right equipment for cane cross, equipment designed specifically for the sport, then this is unlikely to happen. Let's start with the bungee line. It's made to absorb any shock or jarring movements, even if you have a strong pulling dog. Next is the running belt that you wear. This allows you to run hands-free. The belt sits low on your hips, which is the strongest area of your body. You'll be using your center of gravity to help brake when needed. So this combination is going to make it very unlikely that your dog is going to pull you over. This is actually much more stable than if running with your dog on a normal leash and collar. The construction of the belt takes the strain off your back. This setup makes it easier to maintain balance. The Canacross harness is one of the most important pieces of equipment. It allows your dog to run with unrestricted breathing and movement. Combining all three pieces of equipment make up the perfect combination for the sport. As you can see, the equipment is designed with efficiency in mind and works well as an effective way to exercise very energetic dogs. Dogs with a high prey drive, reactive dogs, and all those in between. So are you worried that your strong pulling dog will drag you through the mud the next time they see that squirrel on the trail? Well, we've just gone over how the equipment is designed to prevent this. We'll be covering the three more solutions that will help prevent this from happening in the rest of our series on this topic. So be sure to check out our upcoming episodes. Thanks so much for spending some time with me today. If you have any questions about getting started or would like to go a little deeper in a private coaching session, then please email me at canacrossmadesimple at gmail.com and we'll get you set up. Did you know that we have a super secret podcast just for our email subscribers? I answer your questions about Canacross, so think of it as many coaching sessions only available to you. You can get access by going to bit.ly forward slash CMS secret podcast. Don't forget to submit your question to be answered on the show. Before you go, if today's episode helped clear up some of your confusion or frustration on your Canacross journey, please head over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave a review so together we can help others not only learn more about this amazing sport, but also help them to discover this podcast so they can find answers to some of the questions that come up when getting started. I hope you enjoyed today's show as much as I did. I look forward to connecting with you in our private Facebook community. Now get those tails on the trails, and until next time, bye for now.